Welcome to the Mold Matters Podcast. Whether you are looking for help recovering from mold illness or just want to learn more about creating a safe environment for your family, this podcast is the place for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mold Matters Podcast. My name is Jeremy Evans. I am your host alongside Mike. Hey, Jeremy. Adams. Hey, yeah. just as soon as you said that, I cleared my throat. So, yeah, I guess we're good. We're Let's good go. go. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to uh, part two of a podcast that we did last week. Um, we, we've kind of been talking about, we've kind of in parentheses titled this podcast, So You, you Think You Don't Have Mold. Right. Um, oftentimes, it's, it's, just, it's just kind of part of our awareness campaign to help people realize that there is mold everywhere and to kind of educate people about it. Yeah, it really is. It's, it's a two-part deal where you probably do have mold in your home and you don't realize it. And somebody in the home very well could be sick and you don't realize it's because of the mold in your home. Yeah. So we, we kind of did a, uh, we started a list of areas in your home that you may not suspect mold. Um, and maybe these are some areas you could start looking and, and checking periodically and, and trying to take care of the kind of prevention, nip them in the bud. Uh, we, we only got through half of our list last time. We'd I, like to continue that. I actually got a text from one of our licensees, Jared. Yeah. And said, Mike, you missed one. And I'm taking this from a, a great quote from the an, uh, an episode of The Office. Okay. Where Michael says, it takes a big man to admit his mistake, and I am that big man. <laughs> <laughs> it, anyway, we were notified that we did miss one, and it's, it's not in our second section, so we... By the end of this second episode, we would have still missed it. He mentioned that he sees it a lot in the um, water feed line to the either the you know the fresh water or the ice machine in a refrigerator. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I see that. Yeah, and that'll sometimes leak, and and you'll get leaking behind your fridge, and you right. don't even know it. Yeah, you'll get mold there. Yeah. That's actually not a bad, I mean, I, I've heard people say just from a hygiene perspective, pull out your fridge every once in a while, yeah. once a year, sweep it, vacuum it because it gets a lot of dust. Yeah. But actually from a mold perspective, you got to check that. I sure agree. There's no water back there. I agree. Um, well, thank you to whoever that was. And you should have just... Walter. Yeah. Oh, Walter? Yeah. You should have just said, you know what? It's on the second half. That, that's on yeah. the second half. No, that's why I said it takes a big man, <laughs> and I am that big man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we kind of finished off last time talking about flooring, and then we'd like to start off today talking about air conditioners. And I might just say air conditioners, furnaces, HVAC units in general. So those are definitely, in fact, we were talking about this just prior to this on a webinar for our company, but... These are, this is probably one of the biggest culprits in the home of home, wouldn't you say? Yeah, especially in um, high humidity areas. Mm -hmm. It's it's just, it's a nightmare because the, just the air is so moist and the air conditioning coils get so cold. I mean, they're going to condensate like crazy. And, you know, they're designed to try to drain that water away, but it's never, it's never foolproof. Yeah. And, and it, it grows mold in there. Yeah. Yeah, those, I, I guess... I guess maybe people don't understand the coils too well, and that's fine if you don't. But basically, the air has to travel through. They're usually A coils. It's right. It's the shape of an A, and and they either heat them up really hot or they cool them down, you know, like freezing cold. 
And so as the air passes through, um, that the, the temperature change actually, you know, the water uh, causes the water to condense off. And then it, it collects that and it drains it. Drains it off. Yeah, you'll see a drain in your utility room usually. Uh, and, and that usually has mold in it as well. And that drain. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's yeah. that's the nastiest drain in your house, probably one of them. Well, you would argue kitchens like we talked last yeah. time. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, those 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 coils just get really wet. And uh, and coincidentally, it feeds usually feeds into the floor drain of yes. the utility room. Yeah, which yeah. usually gets very very little. I mean, nobody's filling up their floor drain to make sure the P-trap is full. Yeah. And so it's just it's just an area that's kind of problematic. Yeah. So air conditioners, um, some prevention tips. Uh, one thing um, I will say is um, changing your filters regularly. Um, if you slow down the flow of air because your filter is, is dirty and plugged, that's going to make it so your air conditioner is less efficient and it's not going to be able to dry that water off as efficiently as it should. Off the coils? Right. So simply having airflow over those can help. Kind help of, a ton. Yeah, help that not to, to not get wet. So yeah, that's a that's a good tip for each year. It's kind of hard to get into those, you know, as just a regular homeowner to get into those and look at the coils yeah, and things. Prevention is really the best way to go. Keeping them dry. Um, Keeping air flowing over those constantly is a good idea. So that's HVAC, and then that kind of leads to this next one: dehumidifiers. Um, and, and you know, we talk about this as a, a mold prevention tool. Mm -hmm. You know, where it's really humid. You know, certain crawl spaces or certain areas where there's no airflow, right. a storage room somewhere where you really need to bring the humidity down. But it can also be a source of mold. Yes, I cannot tell you how many dehumidifiers I have seen in my life where they have just kind of forgot they were down there, uh, you know, and they got to, they, they maybe have the, uh, the, the bucket or the, you know, the container that collects the water, uh, maybe it's half full or three quarters full and somewhere along the line, somebody either turned it off or unplugged it and went on vacation and forgot about it. Yeah. And it's just, it's a moldy mess. Yeah. Yeah. Because again, it's, the, you know, those dehumidifiers typically have a coil in there. And then they do the same thing your HVAC yeah, does, right? They collect the moisture, yeah. pool it, and then they... The thing about, at least the good ones, you have to drain that water somewhere right. into a, a right. drain or and something. Some of them, they don't hook up the drain. They'll just allow it to fill up in the bucket and think, I'll just remember to dump that bucket. Yeah. People yeah. don't remember to dump, to dump <laughs> yeah. that bucket. Not, yeah, exactly. Um, so clean those out. Keep an eye on them. Um, I would even say, along with dehumidifiers, that's not on our list, but humidifiers yeah. as well. I don't like humidifiers installed on furnaces anyway. Yeah. But even just your single room humidifiers, mm -hmm. they can get pretty gross. And I would just say, throw it away and start over. It's like a twenty-five dollar yeah. piece of equipment. Yeah. No point. You know, you're you're usually going to run a, a humidifier if somebody in the house is sick. You have a sick kid or mm -hmm. something. And the last thing you want to do is run a moldy humidifier in a sick child's room. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, and pretty much any device that you have to put water in, you got to be careful with it. Because I was just thinking I do a water floss pick. Have you seen those or yeah. heard of those? Yeah. And, you know, I didn't use it for a couple weeks, and I just used it a couple days ago. And as soon as I started, I told my wife, I was like, oh, this tastes moldy. 
like really yeah because it wow because i i obviously didn't get all the water out of there yeah and it just sat in there for a while and all of a sudden i was like oh gross so you gotta be really careful with any device that has water in it sorry to throw in one more on that i just remembered another one uh my wife's parents have a a, a piano that I, I was them. with you when we oh, yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. That was horrendous. They use it, you know, so even guitars sometimes they'll humidify them because because yeah. really dry wood will crack and crack or whatever. Yeah. So they had a humidifier under the piano. And did you discover it? Was it you that discovered it or was it Well I look I can't remember. We're all winners here, Jerry. I'm not no, I just but can't remember the story. I can't either, but I know but we both found it. I remember it. we pulled yeah. it out and we were like, Oh my gosh. It was, it was bad. Just, it was horrendous. We we ended up just chucking the whole thing. And, and I remember I wrote to my dad because my dad's been in the music industry his whole life. Yeah. And I was like, is this common? And he said, Yeah, they actually used to be pretty common. And he said they're not a good idea, but they are they used to be pretty common. He agrees they're not a good idea. Yeah, he didn't like them at all. Yeah. He owned a music store. So. Yeah. I, I've never had a humidifier. I play the guitar. Never had a humidifier. I've never had an issue with you know, guitar cracking. And I live in a so-called desert. Yeah. So. Okay, so that's dehumidifiers, humidifiers. Window seals. This is one of your top, I don't know, top three favorite topics. Yeah, probably. window seals are notorious, especially on a north side of a home, which is the colder side of the home. And on windows that's, that have the track where they slide left to right. Mm-hmm. The windows that, that are lo- almost like a, a sash that you just raise straight up, yeah. they're not nearly as bad, but the ones that you slide left to right that have that track in them. It, it almost know, like can catch the water and yeah, kind of filth, right? Yeah, and they designed them. It's kind of weird how they designed them. I understand why they did it, but they put kind of like a an arch, the length of the window mm-hmm. in the track to, to try to kind of cover up the water as it drains down and then there's actually a little weep hole in the frame yeah. that never ever works right yeah. and so you just get dirt and dust and water and then mold and then does more that, dirt then more mold does that weep hole go uh does it supposedly drain out down on the outside yeah is it supposed to go straight down um yeah there's a little it's about a Maybe three quarters of an inch. Yeah, exactly. What you're talking about. On on the outside of the frame, and it's supposed to just drain down the outside Straight of the house. Down. Yeah, yeah. I, I seldom have ever seen them work correctly. Yeah. yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah, yeah. Those are check check your window seals if you're if you're curious. Yeah. I'd say one out of two or three homes has has window seals. Yeah, and remember how microscopic all is as well. You yeah. know, you may not even see it. It's true, right? Okay, window seals. That's some prevention there. Uh, I think cleaning those out every yeah. so often. One of your cleaning, you know, if you have a cleaning later, you clean yourself. That ought to be on the list every once in a while. I agree. I agree. And I think, I mean, it's a little bit of a pain, but I think lift the, the window that does slide back and forth, lift that out so you can get get that whole curved archway out of there and yeah. clean out under there really well. It's yeah. time well spent. Yeah. Did you know the levels of some hazardous pollutants in indoor air have been found to be up to 70 times greater than in outdoor air? But who's monitoring that for you? Check out mypureproducts.net for the latest in monitoring devices and DIY mold test kits. Take control of your environment with mypureproducts.net. Order your air filters through Pure Products with the February Filter Frenzy Sale. Get 20% off all filters that are pre-treated with an antimicrobial agent, creating a healthy environment for you and your family. Visit MyPureProducts.net and use promo code FILTERFUN20 for a discounted and pre-treated filter today.
Okay, so that's window seals. Let's go to vents. We talked about HVAC units. Let's talk about vents themselves. What do you see with mold and vents? Um, you know, it's they just one thing that that sticks out in my mind right now because uh, Brandon, my son, just built a home, is that um, and his builders were pretty good. They were pretty careful, mm -hmm. but a lot of times brand new homes are just full of debris in there, yeah. and and uh, it's crazy the stuff you can find in a vent. Um, yeah, it's true. I've never, I've never been a huge fan of getting your HVAC system cleaned by an HVAC company. You know, duct cleaning the duct cleaning, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I, I don't disparage it at all, but I've just never met anybody that, that said, wow, did we ever feel better after we cleaned yeah. the ducts? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, it's just a tough deal where, you know, try to keep it clean and, um, and uh, even on the, uh, on the register covers themselves, try to keep those clean. I see that those get, they can get moisture and then start to grow mold. It looks like they're just dirty, but yeah. oftentimes just mold on those registers. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The, I, I, I don't know if this is more prevalent in the humid areas, but I feel like when I go to humid areas, you'll just look up some of those registers and they're just terrible. Oh, yeah. horrendous. Yeah, I see it a lot in, in the restaurants as well. Yeah, is that, I'm wondering if that's because is it that a hot meets cold and it condenses on those, so. yeah. those, those, uh, those metal registers right. coming out meeting room temperature room air? Temperature conditioned air. Yeah. And then it just, so they get wet and over right. time. And again, metal is a horrible food source, but you figure it's the dust. It's the dust, on the dirt, on the metal. That's yeah. on the metal. So, yeah. Uh, so prevention there is obviously just keep it clean. Keep your home yeah. clean and as clean as you can. And then keep your, keep your um, filters changed yeah keep fresh filters in and maybe if you have that issue in your home clean your registers on a regular basis yeah i mean take them down that's a really annoying chore yeah really annoying yeah, but it is because it is. you can never get the two little screws to, to line back up <laughs> in that original <laughs> hole either that or they're completely stripped out yeah, you know? yeah it's a very annoying chore so but if you have if some... you get it down and you stay on it you'll be happy yeah again we're we're, we're talking this is mold prevention and obviously coming from a perspective of people being really sick from getting really sick from mold so yeah. think about that um plants tell me about plants and mold um just about you will just about always have mold in plants you may not have dangerous mold in plants but i can promise you every plant indoor plant probably has some sort of mold in it yeah um i'm not a big fan of them um i i think if you know, you in have the some, house, you mean? In the house, yeah. yeah. No, I like plants. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> plants are great. Yeah. Okay, I was but about to call you out on that. I, I worked at a check printing plant for years. <laughs> so I think they're great. But no, no, plants are great. Um, but I would say if, if somebody in the home is sick and you suspect mold, I, I would get the plants out of there as one of the first things you do. Yeah. Okay. And a lot of people have developed plantar fasciitis after. Yes. Yes, that, that so, will, that's for the plants. Okay. Uh -huh. yeah. I was totally thinking for the last 20 seconds, what would Mike say, what would Mike say? I know there's a joke with plants, and that's what came out. Yeah. So I'm learning from you. Um, yeah, I, I'm thinking of a house right now where, where they almost had a greenhouse as part of their house. It was a room where they just put all their plants, and they grew them, and they kept it a little more humid. I remember, I remember this house because I took like eight air quality tests in it, uh -huh. and one of them was in there. It was a fairly newish house. All of them were just clean as a whistle. I mean, very low counts. And then that one was, again, it wasn't the dangerous molds, right. but it was, I don't know, 
if I remember right, quite quadruple any other room. Yeah. And part of that, I think, is, you know, there's moisture in there, too. Uh, you're, you're putting yeah, a lot of water in there. Yeah, it raises the humidity level, yeah, because yeah. you're watering the plants yeah. every you're day. You're watering their, every few days. They're respirating a little yeah. bit, you know, photosynthesis, all that activity, you know. So I think, I don't know that I would tell someone never get a plant in your house, but don't it's, go crazy with it. Don't go crazy. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the houses where there's tons of plants that, and, and you're sensitive. Because, again, you got to get out of that mentality of, oh, is this a bad mold and this a good mold? That, there, there are no good molds in the home. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not great to, any of those molds when they get high enough can bother, especially sensitive people. Yes. So, yes. so be careful with the plants. Um, now, firesides and chimneys. Or fireplaces. Fireplaces. Yeah. I said fireside. Fireplaces yeah. and chimneys. You got any thoughts on those? Um, yeah, I think it's really overlooked. Um, I do think, however, that you're probably not, it's probably not going to present much of a health issue. This is just my own gut feeling because I think a fireplace and a chimney is going to be a lot the same as what an attic is. And those want to typically vent up and out. Mm -hmm. um, that, that air typically is not going to come from the top of the chimney and go into the house. Mm -hmm. Particularly if you keep the dam closed when you're not using it. Obviously when you have a fire going, the, the air goes straight up through that chimney. But it, it is a good thing to keep an eye on. I, I would make sure that the roof, the flashing and everything is, is correct. That you're not leaking water into the roof or into the attic where the, where the chimney comes up. Yeah. And then just make sure, you know, all the brick or rock work or whatever it is is in, in good condition. So I don't, I don't think it's a huge issue, but I, I think it could easily be overlooked if you don't keep an eye on things. Yeah, I think it's one of those rare occasions, but... Yeah. Probably something that you, you know what think of. It did just remind me though, I did have a home that I treated years ago. It was way out in, it was in the middle of nowhere. It took me three or four hours to drive there. And it was an older couple, and I remember them being both really sick. Uh -huh. And I started asking them about some things, and, and uh, the, the lady brought up to me, she said, I think it's the chimney that's making this sick, or the fireplace. And I was like, really? And she said, yeah. I said, do you use the fireplace? And, and she said, no, we don't. And my husband didn't like the cold air wafting down into the house. So he just stuffed a bunch of blankets oh, no. up into the chimney to stop the, try to insulate it himself, yeah. you know? And that was, and so I scheduled to treat the home. When I came back, you know, I, I like suited up in Tyvek and everything because I knew I was going to, I was going to have an yeah. ordeal. Yeah. It was horrendous and it was only about four or five feet up from the ground yeah. level uh -huh. that i pulled those blankets yeah. out just absolutely full so in that case of course that's making yeah. you sick you know yeah i mean yeah chimneys i guess the the cover tops but that they put over them yeah there could be some issues if, if those aren't working properly right. and water's getting in yeah, even damage. So he, he had two things going on. One is that the chimney topper was completely missing. Oh, was it? So water was getting right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, soaking that stuff in it. And then he put wondering, I got to stop that draft, that terrible draft. So he shoved stuff up in there and yeah, it was bad. Yeah, I had I had one too that I, I remember they thought it was in the chimney. And I remember we started kind of diffusing some product up the chimney and and we started hurting some, some birds. Oh, yeah. Some birds. Yeah chirping i felt kind of bad but 
Yeah, it's an overlooked one, but some yeah, one one last thing on that. I'm just remembering another one where anytime well, anytime you have something poking out of your roof. We talked about roofs in the last yeah. episode. Right. I mean, anytime you put holes in your roofs. And the chimney's usually a bigger you know, one of the bigger holes you'll put in there. Yeah. And so like you said, flashing. Uh, and the thing about that is if the flashing messes up there, you can have water go all the way down. All the way down. Yeah. So I'm thinking of a house where it went all the way from top floor all the way to bottom floor yeah. because it, just because of the flash right. stuff on the chimney. So that one's a little more, you know, from that perspective, instead of just a vent hole where it might drip into your attic, right. it's going to go all, all the way, way down, down the walls. And so. probably be one that you don't discover for a long time. Yeah. Those are the worst. Yeah. So. Okay, our last one, Mike. Um, let's talk about garages. And this is... Uh, Maybe a little overlooked one, but what do you think of when you think of mold in garages? I think um, garages are are notoriously wet, obviously in the winter because you know you pull it in, pull your car in the garage when it's stone or whatever, and, and people tend to store cardboard boxes in their garages, mm -hmm. and um, it's just it it could be it can be a really moldy environment, and then depending on if you have positive or negative air pressure. You open up the door that goes from the garage into the house you could be introducing mold into the home pretty quickly yeah yeah i think of um i think of a garage that i was in where i uh, garages are unique because they're not you know they're not really connected to the the ducting system right right they're not conditioned right. there's not conditioned yeah. so i mean in some ways that's a bonus right yeah you get well, mold in yeah there. yeah it is it is, but you're still opening the door, and it kind of becomes part of the house for yeah. a few seconds every day. Yeah, and I'm, I'm remembering one where I felt sick in a garage because it was the ceiling of the garage, uh -huh. and, and it had, the mold had come through from the roof and was dripping it, you know, onto the ceiling. And, yeah. and I remember just, I remember walking in, and I'm like, I had a headache. And I was thinking, luckily, you know, they're probably only in front of that patch, you know, a couple minutes a day, but at the same time, definitely can affect your health and, and garages any garages as well as any space luckily garages usually open a lot but any space that's not conditioned you always have to be really careful right because it can get stuffy in there we talked about on yeah. our earlier webinar you know garages can get really hot yeah. in the summer right right really steamy really hot that makes it yeah you know mold can and then like you say people right. tend to put cardboard boxes full of junk in there and they get wet and it can. We actually had um, my wife noticed that our garage didn't smell right, and she had had a stack of potatoes that she thought that's perfect to put them in the garage during the winter. Yeah. And um, somehow, though that sack or the shelf that was the sack was on got wet, and it started to grow mold just quickly, real quickly. And she could she could sense it as soon as she would pull into the garage and open her door. She was like, "Oh my word, something's not right in here." Really interesting. So, Awesome. Well, that honestly, th that's the end of our list. Um, as you mentioned, there's there's probably a few more, you know, obviously maybe more than a few more things out there that we could talk about in terms of is there mold in my home? Yeah. But I think this is a good list we made in these two podcast episodes. So it's a good start. It's a good start. Yeah. Um, we forgot to mention earlier, but if you if you have any other topics that you're interested in as it relates to mold, you're welcome to message us about that on our Instagram. It's mold matters uh, on Instagram. You can 
you can you're actually you're our tech guy you i want, really am jared tell us what they should do yeah i would in technical um, terms, in technical terms um, somewhere somewhere on your phone maybe yeah. um there's a potential to subscribe to mold matters i mean it could be it could be green blue button what could all oh, the button yeah uh, it probably would say subscribe on it <laughs> that's that's been my experience it says subscribe on it and uh, i think i think you can touch that touch it and then... uh, yeah or click on it i yeah. yeah i don't know if you have any trouble give me a call i can help you subscribe okay yeah yes yeah, a call i can get my hdmi is... cord out and help you is that <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, is the podcast can you find it anywhere? Yeah. Um, anywhere the podcasts are found? Pretty much any any uh, podcast station. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't know. I have no, no it, it is everywhere. Anywhere you can find a podcast, <laughs> you can subscribe to it. Um, you can yeah. you can look find us on uh, like I said on Instagram, and uh, we put we'll we'll kind of give you teasers. You know, can't wait to find out what's going to be on the next Mold Matters podcast. But you can. You can find out what we're doing next on there as well as ask questions, engage with us a little bit if you want to uh, topics. Yeah. If you have any topics that, that are interesting to you, if if we haven't seen or don't know about it, we're happy to, to delve into the research. But I would bet Mike's seen it. There's very few things that you haven't seen. I was, you know, I was going to say, is, you know, when we kind of run our course in life in, in the mold industry and we just, we've given everything we've got, Joe, we've got nothing left to offer anybody. Maybe my next life, I'm an IT podcast guy. Yeah, I can give them IT advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you if you live this life well, you'll yeah. graduate to IT yeah, or I is it a demotion? No, that I, I think that would be a promotion. <laughs> I tell them, you know, it's it's. I would probably first thing turn it off and then turn it back on to fix an issue. To, any issue, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, after that, it gets a little more complicated. <laughs> Well, if anyone's listening by now, they know me. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all. Thank you uh, okay. very much for listening. Thanks, we'll, guys. we'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening to the Mold Matters podcast. Be sure to subscribe for more in-depth information on mold illness and recovery.